Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Good morning. I'm Linda Crater, and today I'm visited with my co-host, Pamela Stokes-Eggleston, a Wounded Warrior spouse and founder of Yoga to Sleep. How are you today, Pam? I'm great. How are you today, Linda? Everything is wonderful. Thank you. I know that we are both very pleased to be bringing some wonderful guests to the program today. Yes. The title of our program is Pressed and Stressed. And today we'll be sharing the hour with two wonderful guests who will share their contributions to helping to de-stress our veterans, our military members, and their families. Our first guest today is Paul Bollinger, and he's joining us as the founder of the Wounded Warrior Sailing Program, headquartered here in Annapolis. Welcome to the program, Paul. It's a pleasure to be on the program with you, Linda. Thank you. We're delighted to have you. Why don't you begin with a little background of how you became involved with sharing, sailing, and boating with our wounded warriors? Well, I've been boating all my life and uh, sailing and power boating out of Annapolis for about the past 15 years. And at the time, I was working for Boeing, and Boeing had a program where they were looking to reach out to a diversity of groups and as well expand their relationship with veterans and wounded warriors, particularly since uh, they have a very strong defense sector. And in that uh, role that I had, I had the uh, opportunity to go out and create a new program that would involve Boeing employees with uh, an event that brought them in contact with wounded warriors. And being an avid boater and sailor, I thought, I'm going to combine my work effort with my passion and bring the wounded warriors uh, and their family members to Annapolis and put together a program where we get them on the water and provide them an opportunity to grab the sheets and control the sails and handle the tiller and steer the boats and uh, just enjoy a wonderful day on uh, Chesapeake Bay. And uh, fortunately, we were able to get cooperation with the Chesapeake Region Accessible Boating Organization and the National Sailing Hall of Fame for a location in Annapolis. And we later recruited and got the U.S. Naval Academy sailing team to come on board and provide use of their sailboats with midshipmen. You know, Paul, the value of being on the water is so fantastic. Was it a challenge or was it easy to recruit veterans and their families to participate in the program? Well, I think, Linda, you've hit upon that old 80-20 rule. So (laughs) as difficult as it was, we thought putting together all the pieces, the actual recruiting is particularly difficult. And we worked closely with Walter Reed National Military Medical Center Mm -hmm. to 
promote the event. And in the first year, they were our primary and perhaps sole entity that we went to to get wounded warriors and their family members. And we learned that they have so many events presented to wounded warriors that they really don't have an opportunity to uh, promote a particular event. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're competing against organizations who are providing uh, professional sports tickets, uh, NASCAR tickets. I mean, just this last uh, sailing regatta, we had a wounded warrior tell us he'd love to come to the regatta, but he needed to play in six of the eight golf tournaments an organization was hosting (laughs) in order to get a free set of clubs. And so he said, well, it's going to be tough to compete against somebody giving clubs because we can't give away any boats. Right, right. But, you know, the value of what you do, it's not just a regatta here and there, is it? It it has a continuous aspect to it as well, if I'm not mistaken. No, you're, you're exactly right. And that's where the involvement of organizations, particularly CRAB, the Chesapeake Region Accessible Boating, is uh, very important. They have four boats that are disabled accessible and in that that they have the type of seats connected to an L bar that swings to the windward or high side of the boat whenever the boat tacks. They have cross chest straps and a lap belt. So if Mm -hmm. a wounded warrior was an amputee, they would be able to stay in the seat regardless of what direction the boat was healed and feel comfortable and safe. And that's the first thing that you have to accomplish before they then are able to start thinking about racing and tactics, the the wind on their face and where it should Mm -hmm. be at what angle. And uh, interestingly enough, we had uh, two wounded warriors reported to us by midshipmen who they had trained how to watch the wind on mm-hmm. the water, and they were able to predict where the uh, puffs of wind would be coming or where there would be dead spots on the water when they were sailing. So they were actually getting into the tactics. You know, it, it's so amazing when a new shared experience takes place. Do you find that there's wonderment at, for some of these people, they've never been on the water before, sailing has never been offered to them, what do you find are some of the comments that you receive when people go on the boats first and then well, come off? I think off? you make a, a very good point, Linda, because, you know, I've been in the water all my life, mm-hmm. and here we are asking wounded warriors, or <laughs> as we now come to call them, recovering warriors, right. um, to get out in a small sailboat, uh, they've never been on a boat in many cases, much less a small sailboat, and and some of them don't even know how to swim. And to go out in a boat and sail at maybe 15 knots with one-foot seas, and I said, my gosh, I don't think I would do that <laughs> if I was in their position. And there they bravely go out there with their children or their spouses and uh, <clears throat> participate in uh, this sailing activity where 
it's not just sitting in a seat. They're actually engaging in the activity of racing and, and having to use their body, their mind, and their thinking. And it's a whole different experience. And, and when they come back, they, they say to us, wow, we can't believe you're doing this for us. And mm-hmm. we're looking at them saying, my gosh, who else would we do this for? Well, you know, you're not only giving them a, a, an adventure, because you certainly are giving them an adventure if it's new to them, but you're also restoring to them the independence and the normalcy and the taking on of something brand new that they may not have thought they even would do. Would you agree with that? I think so. Uh, we've had a, quite a number of them actually come back for multiple uh, regattas, mm-hmm. and they've expressed an interest to us in learning more about sailing so that they would be able to take the boats out themselves uh, without someone else and to actually learn sailing. And in that respect, uh, Crab is uh, starting a program uh, this month, uh, excuse me, in, um, in May of mm-hmm. this year that will uh, offer uh, sailing instruction to uh, persons with limited physical mobility. And uh, they're off also offering what are called sail-free Sundays, which generally are on the last Sunday of the month through the summer and fall. And those will be great opportunities for uh, the wounded warriors and their family members who've had their appetite whetted by the regatta, and they would just like to get out and start learning to sail and take on um, a new sport, a new activity that they can be very successful in doing with the limitations that they currently have following uh, their service in the military. You know, it seems as though it adds a lot of energy to them. I've had the pleasure of being with you at one of these events, and the metamorphosis as they get off the boat, and they're windblown, and they may be cold, and they may be having experienced things they never thought before, the grins go from ear to ear. And it doesn't matter that they had to stretch themselves. In fact, they welcome it. So I think the beauty is also of working with the young people. The midshipmen are tremendous. The people from Crab, uh, Chesapeake Regional Accessible Boating, they are also contributing. Would you say it's sort of a everyone is giving to everyone else at the same exact time? Well, Linda, I think uh, that's a message that Vice Admiral Phil Cullum Mm-hmm. Uh, who has participated in almost every single regatta. And uh, when he shows up in uniform with uh, his three stars, most of the warriors who have been working with sergeants or lieutenants all of a sudden are face-to-face with a three-star <laughs> admiral. And he likes to talk about the event later and as the awards presentation is going on, that this isn't just about the Warriors. It's about all of us, and it takes all of us together to help 
transition uh, recovering warriors back into society and the workplace. And it's a wonderful opportunity to have that kind of interaction that you touch on, not only in the boats, but later when they come back and we have a nice hot pizza lunch for them and they're sitting elbow to elbow with the uh, older uh, volunteers from Crab and the young midshipmen uh, from the Naval Academy. And uh, it really is a great moment. Perfect. Hold that thought. We'll be back shortly. Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Familia. Identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back. We're here with Paul Bollinger, and he is the founder of Wounded Warrior Sailing. Paul, talk to us a little bit about how important it is for families, spouses, and caregivers to also participate along with the recovering warriors. Well, the difference that we find in our event versus many other activities that are offered to wounded warriors is that we place a great deal of emphasis on family members and friends joining them mm -hmm. uh, for the regatta. 
no one likes to be alone or come alone, and and even the wounded warriors are pals with members uh, in their service, and they're receiving treatment in many cases from the same location. But mm-hmm. the, by bringing a family member out to an event, and and we've had three and four children uh, join a wounded warrior with a, a spouse, and and there's not many activities where you can take uh, a family of that size out, keep them together, and be sharing the exact same uh, emotions and sensations together other than mm-hmm. maybe on a roller coaster. <laughs> Here you're on a I think boat. I'd rather be sailing, but that's just me. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, uh, there they are. They, they, they put the child sometimes behind the tiller. They let them pull in the lines, and uh, they give them a job on the boat, a great time. And uh, it, it's just worked out very very well for us. You know, I, I think, think that the emphasis... Think, I'm sorry, Pam, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say that I think it's wonderful that the families really can engage um, simultaneously with the mm-hmm. Wounded Warrior because there's so many... Um, different programs, like you mentioned earlier, Paul, with the golfing and, and and some other programs, hunting programs, fishing programs even, that don't include the entire family, don't include the kids or the spouse or even a parent that's a caregiver. So I just wanted to let you know that I think that it's absolutely wonderful what you're doing. And, and it's really important. You can experience the wind. You can experience the water all at the same time. Well, we've had that, and we've even had a ancillary benefit for one of the wounded warriors, which you, you don't kind of expect it, but we had an assistant secretary of the Army who has now come twice to the regatta, and she heard from um, a 22-year-old uh, wounded warrior who had been in a helicopter crash and was having a lot of work done on her spine the first year. She showed up in a wheelchair, and it was the first event that she had ever been to outside of Walter Reed in the past several months. Wow. And she was joined by her mother. Mm-hmm. And turned out she came the following year, and now she was in a walker. And she wow. told the assistant secretary, she goes, I'd really like to have my husband with me, but they won't reassign him to the Washington area. And the assistant secretary came back, asked her staff, please check on this soldier's husband and find yeah. out what the situation is. Well, he was a helicopter mechanic, but and he was probably needed where he was, but they made the personal decision that he should be with his wife at this time. And quicker than you can say, soldier, he was in Washington, D.C. with his wife and just extremely appreciative of what was able to be done there. Well, you know, those are, the, as you said, the ancillary benefits, but you can't find those any other way. So by engaging the whole family and having these very illustrious people attend as well, Paul, you've done a good thing here. And I, I know that this is going to continue not just with your fall and spring events, but with you, what did you call them, sail-free Sundays? 
sale-free Sundays, and then they also have a uh, an introduction to sailing for adults and a program that will teach uh, the uh, wounded warriors actually how to sail and then ultimately come to Sandy Point Park in Maryland where mm-hmm. the crab fleet is uh, docked and to be able to take the boats out by themselves and mm. to sail. Wow. Wow. That's so, tremendous because that kind of opportunity doesn't come along all the time. I wonder if you can speak to how the midshipmen respond when this is a very elite sailing team that is going on board with them. How did they respond after a day on the water with the recovering warriors and their families? Well, I, I think anybody associated with the military knows that uh, midshipmen are not your typical college students, <laughs> first off. True. The, these, these midshipmen, I describe them, they're men and women. They're not mm-hmm. young boys who have been you know, raging hormones, doing crazy things. These, these guys are extremely disciplined. And when they come to this, they are taking one of their free days that they have, the very few that they have, to volunteer to sail with the wounded warriors. And they sell out, as sellouts can go, for the mm-hmm. academy on signing up. So there was, we've never had a shortage of the 20 midshipmen we need because the Naval Academy provides 10 boats. Mm-hmm. And the enthusiasm that they have uh, is uh, as big as it is when they come to the event and they're being given race instructions and they're being told that this is part of their leadership training, mm-hmm. that when they come back off of it, all they say is how much they were given, how much they received from the wounded warriors versus what they thought they gave. Fantastic. I mean, I, I think it's, again, the engagement on all levels just raises this to a different level of event. And, you know, thank you for doing this. It really makes a difference. I've seen it. Well, we've been fortunate to uh, expand out now from Walter Reed to organizations such as Warrior Events, uh, Connected Mm -hmm. Warriors, uh, Trucking for Troops, Mm -hmm. and uh, even to Fort Belvoir and Fort Meade in the area to uh, attract and encourage other wounded warriors to come out to the event. The way I understand it, it has been growing each year. That's true, and uh, word of mouth helps very much. And uh, while fortunately there are fewer wounded warriors at Walter Reed, the number of people who are back at home and still receiving treatment uh, is still a large number in uh, the Mid-Atlantic region. And uh, we're uh, going to have plenty of warriors and their family members and, and maybe second generation coming in the future. That would be absolutely wonderful. Is there a way that people can become involved and learn more about this and, and read more about it? Well, the uh, Internet sites for the National Sailing Hall of Fame, which is nshof.org, and CRAB, which is crabsailing.org, both have information on 
the Wounded Warrior Sailing Regatta, and other programs that they offer to have Wounded Warriors come out and learn to sail or sail free. So I would certainly recommend that uh, anyone interested should go and check out those websites. I'll be sure to post them after this show. Uh, When do the Sail Free Sundays begin? Uh, They begin uh, the end of this month. End of May. End of May. End of May, okay. And that information will be at one of those two websites that you just mentioned, National Sailing Hall of Fame and Crab Sailing? Yes, it will be at the org website, and it's May 31st, and then the second one is June 28th. That's fantastic. I, I, I think it's just a wonderful thing. Pam, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, no, I would just, um, I think it's wonderful. I, I know how hard it can be for organizations to reach out to Walter Reed. Um, so the fact that you had great success with that is, is imperative and important and also um, a blessing, really, because there, there, so many people try to break into uh, Walter Reed. And, and like you said earlier, Paul, so many organizations go to them. Mm-hmm. And want them to sort of, you know, lift them up and say, this is what we're doing for wounded warriors and their families. And they may not have the success that, that your folks have had. So, so thanks again for that. Um, that's been, it's been great um, listening to your information and learning about sailing in the Chesapeake. Well, Absolutely. we certainly invite uh, you to join us, Pam, sometime in the future. And, I will. Uh, yeah, I, I was not going to have any trouble recruiting Pam for the next sale. I, I could tell oh, that, absolutely Paul. Not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I love well, water. I love water. I, I think we all do. And Paul, we have about a little more than uh, a little less than two minutes. Would you like to close us with any other thoughts you may have about the value of what is being provided through these efforts and, and how others can participate we'll post your sites on your um for them to follow but can you just share any last thoughts you may have well if anyone is thinking about getting involved in an effort like this or or starting their own uh regatta the sailing hall of fame is going to host one in charleston south carolina in May that's going to be supported by the College of Charleston and their boats. They're looking to start one in San Diego as well uh, later in the year. So they're going to use the Wounded Warrior Sailing Regatta in Annapolis as a model and offer uh, the sailing plus a lunch associated with the, the close of the event. And it's, it's a movement that's growing it's something that is exciting. Uh, it's challenging as well and invigorating. It's, it's all of those combined, and it does it not just for the wounded warriors and the family members, but it does it for the volunteers as well. And I don't know what you can do to uh, replicate that other than this kind of event. Fantastic. And we'll be right back after these short messages. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. 
Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo? that only you do because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She's a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woo-Hoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We have with us for our second half hour, Ben King. Yeah, Ben is um, a wonderful person that I met a while back. He's president of Armor Down, which is an organization. It's unique because he uh, was deployed in Iraq and he developed um, Armor Down to uh, kind of call together his practice of yoga and meditation. So I'm really excited for him to talk about yoga and meditation as it pertains to um, the military mindset. So we're we're great to – I'm just so excited. I can't wait to ask him a few questions about what he's doing and how he's been um, growing his organization. Wonderful. Is Ben with us yet? Yes. Hello. Oh, Ben. Good morning to you, and welcome to Military Network Radio. Thank you so much. I feel very blessed to be on this program with you, too. Well, thank you. We would love to hear a bit of your story, how you came to found Armor Down and, and what it has done for you. Sure. Um, I deployed to Iraq in 2006, uh, right at around the time of the surge. Um, I experienced uh, many of the challenges that uh, being deployed has to offer. We were a uh, psychological operations company, so we were deployed with frontline units. So I experienced my share of rockets and snipers and gunfire and IED. Mm. Um, I felt my service was uh, worthwhile in helping me understand the true capacity of who I was as a a warrior, as a man, as an American. And um, I came home feeling uh, very proud of my service. Um, and I really thought I had reached a kind of a pinnacle that, you know, once I had proven myself in combat, that everything in life would be kind of, you know, easier, that I would have made it. 
And uh, that wasn't what I realized. I came to find out that much of my military training um, interrupted my ability to uh, armor down back to a civilian lifestyle. So in mm -hmm. particular, my hypervigilance training, which always prepared me for analyzing past threats in order to anticipate future threats. So my mind was always uh, past or future focused. And mm -hmm. then uh, my no pain, no gain physicality, which I was taught from day one of basic training, which is <laughs> d deny my body uh, in order to complete the mission. Right, right. right. So those two pieces together, uh, no pain, no gain physicality and the hypervigilant mindset uh, manifest in very, very challenging, constant uh, issues throughout my day, such as insomnia, uh, constant pain in my joints, um, a real, real inability to manage any of my emotions. Um, it, and then what, what happened was that uh, I would be able to manage most anything that came my way, but then I would, there would be these tipping points where it's been, you know, five or six days where I hadn't slept. And, you know, a little thing would just set me off, and there would just be this eruption. And it would be like it came out of nowhere. And uh, it, it really just it led to a lot of problems. And so one day... I was at the gym, and I was trying to exercise the same way I exercised to go to war. So it was more CrossFit-oriented, so mm -hmm. uh, very high-intense, which was great downrange, but wasn't so great at home. And I, I just found my – it just hurt. I just I hated it. I, I, I didn't like the exercise. It didn't make me feel good. I didn't feel the motivation I used to feel. I didn't strong like I used to feel. And so I was walking up the stairs of my gym, and I saw um, – a bunch of people going into a yoga class at my gym, and I was like, you know, I don't care if I'm gonna, I don't care if I'm gonna be the only warrior in there. I don't care. I just, I gotta try something. So I walked into the yoga class, and uh, this teacher was awesome, and she showed me some stuff, and I was like, whoa, this feels oh. so different. And that's kind of where it all began. Oh, Ben, I'm so excited that you got hooked. You know, because I, I um, <clears throat> as you know, I, I teach a lot of yoga for vets, and I really have resonated with that population just because you see the benefits um, um, exponentially uh, with folks that are dealing with insomnia. So a lot of a lot of folks coming back from Iraq, including my husband, have dealt with that, and myself included. It spills into the families and 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 within the spouses and children, and even parents as they're carrying for uh, wounded warriors dealing with some issues. So I'm glad that you walked into the class and it stuck because a lot of times I'm sure you have um, uh, colleagues and friends that have walked in or tried yoga or, you know, even tried Bikram or whatever, and they, it didn't resonate with them. What made the yoga stick for you? What was the, what was the one thing that you can say, I wanted to continue with yoga and actually um, share the practice? It was, uh, the power of the sensation of moving my shoulder blade and then sleeping that night. So yeah. I, had, I had always just looked at my body as a tool uh, and not something I interact with, something that I learned to dominate or ignore. Um, so it was never seen. I never looked at my body as an ally, just as the medium through which to, you know, move forward, continue Charlie Mike, you know, get the job done. And so right. in this yoga class, um, 
the teacher encouraged me to move my shoulder blades, and I didn't even I didn't really consider my shoulder blades as anything. Right. So I moved my shoulder blades, and I felt a sensation of warmth and ease through my shoulders and through my neck, and it was very discernible. It was very evident that something was happening, and yeah. so that was very clear. And then that night I slept, and so wow. it was the it was that experience that really made me come to the realization that, hmm, there's more going on than I knew about. Right, right. And I think it's it's wonderful. I mean, I, I, I practice yoga every day. I think it's, it, does, it does have an effect. And in, in, in working with vets um, with PTSD, and they tell me, oh, my God, I slept so wonderfully for, you know, the first night in ages. It's such a, it's such a blessing for me to be able to share that. And, and I'm glad you were able to experience that with your first uh, visit to a yoga class. And it really matters, it, you know, how you show up, too. You were willing to um, do something to help out. You were right. willing to say to yourself, I really have to do something. So how did, if I can ask another question, and since Armor Down also deals with meditation, and I want to actually lead into the Mindful Memorial Day that, that, that's going to be occurring, how did meditation uh, come into play so I, I, I found yoga to be helpful with my body, um, but I didn't quite understand uh, for, for a while how yoga was actually ultimately meant for my mind. I didn't, I didn't get that. So while yoga ultimately helped my body feel a little better physically, um, it wasn't until I, I was introduced to mindful meditation that I really began to see um, what these, what yoga and what mindful meditation and what interacting with my internal environment could actually be. So I was, I was at a, you know, at a grocery store and I ran into someone who I hadn't seen in five years. You know, she asked me what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. And I told her about, I'd been, I just started the Armor Down blog and, and, um, he said, well, have you ever tried mindful meditation? I said, no. And she said, well, it's taught at the VA. You can take it for free. And I said, sure. So she said, I know the woman who teaches it. Her name is Karen Soltis, and um, I'll get her to email you. Well, she emailed me that day. That was a Tuesday, and I went and took the class on Thursday. And just like in the yoga class, when I actually felt a physical, sensational experience in my shoulder blades, when I took the mindful meditation class, I actually felt and experienced my mind calming down. I actually felt my mind armored down as a sensational experience, and it, it was so clear and so discernible that this had an impact, cause, effect, boom, boom, that here was the piece that I was really, really excited and looking for, and that was when I started to interact with my mind, and right. that, that piece right there is the piece that really got the ball rolling. You know, I, it brings to mind, I believe you said you were in psychops. Do yeah. you think that your training made it easier for you to accept or actually formed a barrier you had to get through to accept these new ways of relaxation and uh, compensating for all the stress and the PTSD? Well, it was both. So psychological operations MOS is unique in that you're trained to be combat arms 
um, proficient, as well as uh, win the hearts and minds through um, cordial and trust-building interactions with the local population. So in one sense, I was encouraged, my training encouraged me to be open to the body language and the interactions of the target audience. But at the same time, my military training taught me no pain, no gain, and hypervigilance. Mm. So um, it may be, I, you, you, that may be that I was more open to it um, because of the training. Um, but I, I mean, part of my, my foundation of, of military training was the no pain, no gain uh, and hypervigilance. So I don't know. But it worked. So that's what's most important. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Pam mentioned your Mindful Memorial Day um, celebration. Can you explain more about that? Sure. So uh, the first time we did a Mindful Memorial Day was, this will be our third. So two years ago, we had created um, flyers with a QR code on them, and those are barcodes that can interact with your smartphone. And the barcode took you straight to a mindful meditation. And so we created these postcards that had the advertisement, you know, veterans having trouble sleeping, try mindful meditation. And so our plan was to have these, have these postcards created so that they could be handed out at the VA. And due to the challenges of getting anything done at the VA, um, we were turned down. And so we, they said, no, we, you can't do this. So then we had all these postcards and we, we were like, what are we going to do with them? So it was right around April 20th. And so we came up with the idea of handing them out over Memorial weekend. And so Man, that's, that's to- fantastic. That's, uh, if we could just pause that thought for a moment, cause I want to give you a little bit more time to explain that. And we're going to take a break and, mm-hmm. and we can go into talking more about, uh, how that's going to land, um, for this year. Okay. Okay. Sure. Thanks. Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. 
Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. We're here with Ben King, and Ben, you were talking about the Mindful Memorial Day. Can you go on with your thought on that? So anyway, we had the idea to hand out these flyers with the QR code on them, accessible giving anybody access to a mindful meditation. And uh, so in those, we handed them out over the events taking place down on the Washington Mall um, over Memorial Weekend. And so in those moments, Mindful Memorial Day was born. And then through making connections and continuing to build relationships, we were able to bring Mindful Memorial Day to the Women's Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery. And then through just collaborations, we ended up creating an event where uh, we hung a yellow ribbon for every service member that had died in Iraq and Afghanistan. So last year was hanging 6,805 yellow ribbons. Mm. And what's unique about the event is that people interact with the ribbons, and they can actually take a ribbon down, and we have the name of every service member that's died on a envelope label. So when a person takes down the ribbon, we connect the name to the ribbon and give it back to them as a necklace, and then we show them how to offer a mindful moment of gratitude uh, for that service member as a way to um, create interaction between civilians and non-civilians around the sacrifices of service members and as a kind of a sacred space for all of us to interact. So that will be taking place again uh, this Memorial Day, um, and the, the ribbons will actually go up on uh, May 17th, so they will be on display in the Women's Memorial for um, uh, for the entire week leading up to uh, Memorial Weekend. And then the event becomes interactive on Saturday and Sunday, the 23rd and the 24th, where you can come to the Women's Memorial, learn how, see the ribbons, interact with the ribbons, uh, honor an individual service member, learn how to offer a mindful moment of gratitude. Wow. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to participating in that, Ben. I, I've, I haven't done this. Will be my first year, so I'm really excited. Anything it's an with amazing gratitude, experience. Yeah, I mean that's and just bridging that gap with civilians and military is so so important. Oh yeah, it's foundational. Yeah, and doing it in, in ways that matter, tangible ways, yes. right? Yes. So and so yeah, and and if I may introduce uh, something called our Smart Mat program. Yes, um, yes. I, I think what so part of the idea between it, with all of Armor Down and Mindful Memorial Day 
and the smart mat program is creating mediums through which civilian and uh, military can interact around wellness or well-being. So we created a smart mat that has a QR code built into the actual label of the yoga mat. So oh, wow. that's great. The, so the, the yoga mat just is a regular yoga mat, but the label has a QR code on it that anyone with a smartphone can scan, and the second they scan it, it'll immediately be taken taking them to content. And that content is how we've articulated is created by their local yoga studios. So the way we the way we are uh, organized the campaign is that we've got smart mats that are accessible to any yoga studio anywhere in the country. If you want to participate in the Armor Down Smart Mat program, all you have to do is uh, reach out to armordown.com and, and we'll set you up. And the way it works is you say, uh, you know, Ben, we want to participate. And so the second you say that, we send you out a, um, a packet that includes how to fund the smart mat program, how to get the smart mats, how to create content for the smart mats, and then how to upload that content. And so the idea is that if you're a local yoga studio that wants to reach out to the service members in your community, you get these yoga mats. You then have a military appreciation day at your yoga studio. Ideally, warriors will come to your yoga studio and be introduced to some of these uh, different uh, ways of using mindful meditation and yoga. That warrior then takes the smart mat home with him or her, and then they have access to content right from their mat in the comfort of their own home. So, Pam, you mentioned how some people interact with yoga and mindfulness and it doesn't necessarily stick. Well, here's an opportunity to interact with mindfulness and yoga in a very uh, easy, personalized way as kind of a stepping stone. You know, you try this technique, try that style, and then hopefully in time you'll recognize that this well-being is something you really want to focus on and now you have literally a community that you've been connected to that you can return to uh, through yoga studios. So through the SmartMath program, we hope to create uh, wellness hubs for service members and civilians to interact with each other around wellness. Wow, that's fantastic. Wellness hubs, I, I love that concept. I mean, it's, it's really the, about the narrative of mindfulness wherever you can get it in. And if you don't want to continue to come to a studio, right, if it doesn't stick for you, Ben, and if you, but you know that there's something going on, and I think a lot of the folks that I teach that are veterans and service members know that there's a little bit of change and maybe not be as profound as, as what you experienced um, at the VA and, and with your yoga um, introduction is something that maybe happened systemically and slowly over time. Time. And I think yep. that the, the smart mat stuff is, is really is really fantastic. That's a f- wonderful idea. It's fantastic because it gives you instant outreach into the community and engages yes. people where they are. So it's yep. not forcing anyone too soon, but gives them the opportunity to join the community, as you mentioned. Where did you ever come up with that concept? Well, it, it just, see, and so here's what I think happens when, anybody armors down when you armor down and you come into the most authentic expression of who you really are i think i think that's where you get to your best best stuff your creativity yes. your yes. your insight Agreed. your yes. really what makes you unique and right. um right. i i find that when i practice or when i am 
you know, armored down, I, I, I really do feel more connected to all of my best capabilities. So, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, and, and so I, I think that's kind of how it happened, you know. And then, of course, it's all it's collaboration. You know, when I'm my most authentic self, interacting with people uh, becomes more fluid and, and more fun and interesting and relationships community comes about in a much more organic, simple way. It's very much like being downrange. I mean, I, I'll never forget walking up to guys whose company we were about to go out on a mission with, and we hadn't met each other before, but because we were in common environment and we were, we were you know, connected by our, our desire to do good for our nation and each other, we immediately created this bond, and it was authentic. It was real. There's no BS, you know, and when you're right. going on a mission, there's no <laughs> BS. It's got to no. get the job done. So it's kind of like that. And, and, you know, I, one of the things I've really come to realize is, you know, when I was downrange, I really felt that I'd reached the pinnacle of my experience, that things were just, a, there was just an intensity. But that intensity is now so much a part of my life. I find I'm very, very happy and excited to participate, to be alive, to be creative, to be working on my family and my job and my community and my relationships. You know, I've, I've really found that esprit de corps that I thought was only accessible to me uh, when I was in combat arms. Hmm. That is so beautiful, Ben. I feel the same way. Like, I feel compelled when people ask me, you know, you're doing yoga for veterans, and yeah, we know you have a husband that's a wounded warrior, but what really you know, brought you to it. And it is that sense of serenity and peace, but also my best ideas are coming because I meditate every day because yep. I, you know, I hit my mat every single day. And I, I, when I tell people that their eyes get big, but I'm, I'm saying to, to, to folks who are listening, you know, um, you really have to, the, the creativity that comes, the authenticity that comes when you have a mindful practice is, is so profound. I can't even, I, you know, you can barely put it into words. It really is profound, and it really does happen organically. Um, so I, I'm really glad that you shared that. It's really important that our guests um, know that and that the world knows what, what Armor Down really means. So, yeah. Ben, and, how do people mm -hmm. find out more information about your program and all of the pieces you've spoken about today? Where can they reach you? Uh, the best place to go um, is www.mindfulmemorialday2015.com and that'll give you information about Mindful Memorial Day um, and then if you want to check more out about Armor Down you know you can go to armordown.com uh, but if you want to volunteer if you want to participate uh, Mindful Memorial Day uh, 2015.com is the place to go Fantastic and is there something you would like to add in closing? We have about another minute left. One of the things to keep in mind about Armor Down is that it's this is not this is not pie in the sky. It's not just neat. It's real. You know, when you when you tame the mind, you're settling your amygdala. When you come yep. into your most authentic self, you're coming into higher brain function. Mm -hmm. So this is this is very much grounded in science. Right. And it yes. will lead us to our most authentic, best versions of ourselves. So the path is there, the language is there, and the programs are there. So 
All you got to do is uh, put your best foot forward, and the opportunities are waiting. Perfect. You're absolutely right. Authenticity, it matters. And also being open to new things and new practices will lead you to places maybe you never expected but are grateful to find. Ben, thank you so much for your time here with us today. We are grateful for all our military and veterans, plus their families. Please join us again on Military Network Radio. We wish it well for you, and we will see you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance your 